and welcome to another edition of Thrive in the Decline. I'm Josh Kugel. I was just thinking about something that happened a few weeks ago during the Super Bowl. Um, there was a campaign that was big news. It had already been in full swing called He Gets Us. And I just thought I'd talk about it a little bit. My daughter actually did a school project on it at her school. And so you probably saw the He Gets Us ads during the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, if you watch the Super Bowl, you surely heard about it. There were two of them. They cost a lot of money. People on the left and right have been complaining loudly about them now. I've been on both sides until, first, let's talk about it. He Gets Us is a well over $100 million campaign given by anonymous donors through something called the Servant Foundation. The commercials are really generic. They say things like, love your enemies. They talk about humility. They say Jesus doesn't overlook others due to income or their situation. However, we do know a little bit about the foundation that these come from. They are mostly conservative and they have supported a lot of conservative Christian causes. Second, lots of people are leaving church. America is rapidly becoming a secular country. And from my perspective, and due to the fact that every American moral statistic is currently in the toilet and on the way to the sewer, it's apparent that our greatest need is Jesus. So a campaign that, according to the foundation, targets younger demographics and religious skeptics is really badly needed right now. And third, I've been all over the place on these commercials, but I'll admit this is largely due to my fascination with podcasts and with Twitter. I've been listening to other people comment on these and not investigating them myself. So I'm familiar with the criticism, and I'd like to go over what I've heard as far as criticism. First, actually the first two are from the left primarily. So first, Jesus would never spend over $100 million on commercials. He would use the $100 million instead to feed and clothe people. This one primarily comes from the left again. It's a thinly veiled attack that has less to do with money and more to do with the foundation and its politics. Because remember, they're kind of conservative. Judas, in the book of John, offered the same exact criticism of Mary. And so that brings me to the second, which is kind of paired with the first one. Number two, Jesus would never support an organization that is fascist or hateful or whatever. Again, this comes from the left. The, the Servant Foundation has supported traditional marriage and is pro-life. So automatically, because they exist, they have these enemies. This is a guilt by association complaint that has nothing to do with the commercials at all. So now let's do the right. Number three, this is from the right. They say these are left-wing commercials supporting left-wing politics. And to that I say, if love your enemies is a left-wing only value, well, goodness, <laughs> I'm not as conservative as I thought. The main commercial from this campaign that has drawn the most complaints was the commercial that claimed that Jesus gets refugees, which is alleged that Jesus, the commercial itself alleged that Jesus was a refugee. The objections to this, I think, are, are kind of weak. Yes, Israel and Egypt, as we're talking about, Jesus and his family fled the country uh, from Herod. Um, but Israel and Egypt were part of the same empire. So it was legal for Jesus' family to flee to Egypt. So they would say, well, Jesus wasn't really a refugee. However, Herod was a king who was attempting to legally kill Jesus. So they fled from the king in power to a land where he had no power which kind of does make him a refugee. But the actual objection doesn't seem to be really about the word refugee. It's more about something that's not said. 
The refugees in the commercial are illegally entering the country, and those complaining assume on the commercial that they're saying that Jesus illegally entered Egypt, which is not the case. And the commercial doesn't say that's the case. So I have to be honest. I'm at first, I'm turned off by the commercials in a similar way that I think those people are, because they use buzzwords, left-leaning talking points. But after examining, I think I'm initially turned off because of my own politics, because of those I listen to, because of Twitter. And the messages are actually really good, but they're not complete. And sometimes they do muddy scripture a little bit, which brings me to number four. There's no message about repentance. The detractors are correct in this point, in this complaint. He gets us could be taken to mean that Jesus not only gets us, but that he affirms or accepts us as we are, and that he has no desire to see us change. The problem is, this is another reading into the campaign. In a 30 or 60 second commercial, you're not going to get everything you hope for, which means like every commercial that's ever been made. <laughs> the goal is to get the viewer to investigate what it is that's being advertised. And so this should take you to hegetsus.com. At the website, you'll find more politically neutral, which we hate. <laughs> we want them to be right or left, right? Messages attempting to focus on Jesus and not politics. But you'll also find this statement. He gets us as a movement to reintroduce the Jesus of the Bible and his confounding love and forgiveness. Yep, you read it too, or you heard it too. Jesus of what now? The Bible. And his confounding love and what now? Forgiveness. Yes, it isn't in your face. But what do people need forgiveness for again? I mean, from sin, right? Here, here's some more. And this is a quote from the website, but we're confident that as people clearly understand, read, and learn for themselves about who Jesus is, they'll find wisdom, hope, and peace unlike any other offered. Be assured, though, that we're not left or right or a political organization of any kind. We're also not affiliated with any particular church or denomination. We simply want everyone to understand the authentic Jesus as he's depicted in the Bible, the Jesus of radical forgiveness, compassion, and love. And then it talks clearly about the resurrection, about Jesus being fully man and fully God. But no, you're right. It doesn't offer a clear in-your-face gospel message. It just points people to the Bible to learn more. And I have to admit, I always preach that the Word of God is sufficient. And now all of a sudden for this commercial and for this one campaign, I'm supposed to think that the Word of God that they're pointing people to is not sufficient? That the campaign has to have everything necessary for salvation? Remember, the goal of the campaign is to introduce younger demographics and religious skeptics to the Jesus of the Bible. And I could keep going, but the main objection seems to be, I would do it differently. And yes, I have to be honest, I would do it differently too. However, these people are literally donating hundreds of millions of their own dollars for something they hope will cause others to find Jesus through the pages of the Bible. Yes, it's kind of a weak message. Yes, people could easily misinterpret the message as something political or affirming of sin or something else, but I still think that has more to do with our tribalism than it does the campaign itself. Though I think, really, our biggest objection is that we're all so political that we can't even handle a message that seems like the other side would agree with. Be honest with this one. I think it's true. And lastly, myself included, we're all fault finders. We love to find fault in everything anyone else does. We've been this way since the beginning, and we're still this way. We think the call in Scripture is to call out false teaching. It is also the call to scrutinize and gatekeep 
literally every single thing that anyone ever does. <laughs> All this does is cause us to have an elevated sense of self-importance and miss out on partnering with other Christians who may actually be doing God's work. If you're on Twitter, if you're listening to podcasts, they're doing exactly the same thing with the Asbury Revival, or they were. Investigate for yourself. Don't be so tribal that you're turned off by buzzwords and things that seem like things that you're against. Look for evidence of God moving, even in places that aren't exactly like you'd see and aren't exactly the way where you'd spend $100 million of your own dollars. And, and let's expect God to move. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Spirit of power